Hi, Kank. Welcome to the old uh, podcast. Got Rob again. Got Mike, obviously. Mate, we have Rob every week now. So yeah, you're not, not getting your name on Fans there. need to know these kind of things. Yeah, you're never getting your name on there unless you kill Mike. Also, it's good to um, specify that um, Rob's on there because... I assume to people who don't like know us that we sound very similar. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like I'm a bit schizophrenic, maybe at times. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who is this, Rob? It's just a character you've conjured up, <laughs> claimed he was your brother. That I guy might do a very poor job at pretending to be two. Well, people. I just sit here looking, <laughs> looking a bit upset, but too scared to say anything, just in case you so get. I should apologise, but um, my muffled um, talking man was a Jay Bakewell. Virus, Jerry Bakewell. You cannot knock a Jay Bakewell. Um, uh, you know what? You know what? It's that theme now. We should do this with. Um, what? We should stuff our face biscuits, with food, didn't we? <laughs> what did we have last week? Yeah, oh, it was a biscuit selection, mate. It was it was a whole smorgasbord of biscuits. I think this this week trumps the biscuits as well. So not had a cherry bay well for quite some time. Yeah, me too, actually. I'm thoroughly enjoying this. By I the way. do. I do like cherry bay But yeah, we although would... I am dangerously obsessed with 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 cherry. Cherry flavoured stuff, not actual cherries. Also, with a nice cup of tea, this is um, this is liquid ecstasy, isn't it? Really, even though it's not liquid, it's a cake. Correct. Um, yeah, that's yeah, a good week, everyone. I had a uh, got on the tube this t- t- today. I got on uh, Elephant and Castle. Elephant and Castle, yeah. Uh, and basically, like I was getting on the um, Bakerloo line, so it's like the first one, so it was empty. I got in this carriage, and there was um, there was this guy who looked homeless, like sat there like curled up taking up two seats and despite the fact that it was rush hour right the last point i could see the seats before there were people in, in the way was an entirely full uh, tube carriage with like an entire bank of seats just empty except for one homeless looking gentleman which is just, just uh, with a bunch of people obviously not wanting to sit anywhere near him and fair play to him because i sure as hell didn't i've been on a, a shoot with a homeless man where a, a similar thing has kind of happened and you know if it was like, you know that Phil Collins song, what's it called? Think Twice. Yeah. You know it'd no, be like Another Day in Paradise. Another Day in Paradise. It'd be like, you know, him, the video would be there. Yeah. And the scene would be like, you know, trying to tell the viewer, look how judgmental people are, and look how bad people are, but no one wants to sit next to him. People think he's not even human. It's like, I've got nothing against him, but he smells <laughs> real bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, Just I would sit near him, but... And in the modern culture, I'm a mm. bit scared he'll knife me. I'll not lie. I mean, my experience is your point a little bit, with homeless people, most of the ones, you know, who come on a Uber. Nice. All right, guys, you know, yeah. I don't want to bother anyone. I know you've just had a hard day at work, but no, I've got, I'm looking for a place to stay. In this hostel, it charges like eight quid, and I've got four twenty-six. if you'd all be so kind. They do smell real bad. Yeah. And that's not a judgment of his character. That's no. just... He's performing crimes I hate, against I hate my nose. the guys who do, the, I mean? do the spiel because the spiel's always the exact same. So, which means someone out there is very like a, a homeless person school for doing that spiel. <clears throat> and I find that really weird. Fair, most of them do seem very humble and persuasive. Yes, yeah, but like. I suppose it is method acting of the yeah, highest mate, method, is Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So that's been my day. What have you guys been up to? Anything exciting? Um, not really. Went to Westfields, um, Shepherd's Bush, Westfields. Left vaguely disappointed, yeah. as always. The weekend to buy my missus some flowers. You know, it'd be spontaneous. 
because she told me a few days before that I wasn't being spontaneous enough. So in that actual act, <laughs> it wasn't even spontaneous. <laughs> yeah. You know, from that flower shop just outside, which is, by the way, extortionate. No, I don't know where you mean. Uh, it's just outside the Westfields. Towards the bus station, then? Uh, if you go basically from this house to the way that you would... Yeah, towards the... Um, the we're going too far about where the yeah. location of this flower station is, but if you go your way to the Westfield... Oh, no, I know the one. It's near the big ad board. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so I thought I'd treat myself to a bit of lunch. Went Burger King. <laughs> no, 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 but I, 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 uh, I've gone too far. So on the way, I went to Greg's, and it was that day when it was absolutely pissing it down. So like a, a beaten housewife. Yeah. Uh, I went to uh, Greg's just to give him one more chance. <laughs> On a cold, freezing day, it was absolutely pissing it down. Sausage and bean bake, is that what they call it? Mel. Mel. Whatever it is, it's no bake or mel. Fucking stone cold. Not like distastefully not hot enough, like stone fucking cold. That is There's no, there's just no pride in me out of baking now. I mean, to be fair, (laughs) when... The little Chinese lady... When I saw the little little Chinese lady behind the counter... My hopes weren't high. That's not racism. It's just... She didn't look like a dinner lady. Look at... Me and Rob are brown, but if Rob was behind the counter at Greg's... I wouldn't go. Man, I'm brown. I wouldn't get it from... I myself wouldn't even go in there. Of course you wouldn't. Yeah. But but if she'd have, like... Say, even if it's a little Chinese woman, if she then, like, says, all right, love, how are you doing in in a northern accent? It's not about race. (laughs) Yeah. Then I'd be like, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah just, but anyway. You're never going to get that with Greg's down here, mate. So I give it one more chance, fuck me off again. So in an effort to make myself feel better after buying my flowers, I went to Burger King. That's a mistake. The grimmest uni in the whole of Westfields. Even in Westfields, and Burger it's, King's it's, grim. It's set aside from the rest of Westfields. Also, so we have to go down and escalate. They've got to good it. toilets, though. What, the Burger King? Or no, Westfield? not bad. I don't doubt that if it's Westfield approved. But, the actual Westfield toilets are nice as well. But it's, uh, no, it's... They're in, always um, locked. There's always yeah, someone in them. Actually, they're actually nice, but they're always big. There's always someone in them, which, which makes you, when you need a shit, go into the disabled ones. <laughs> and then when you walk out and get caught, you sheepishly look and go, look what, you know, it's, you know the score, but never open. There's been more <laughs> Unless I'm that. shitting in a sink or your urinal, which, you know, might do one day to prove a point <laughs> they're always locked all the time well in the Westfields it's in its own food court but in the food court there's actually only two places one of them's a China lock which I don't know if it's permanent but when I was there was closed so there was a little food courty bit on the um, top floor where no but it? that's the nice food court yeah, with yeah. restaurants yeah, so we're not allowed in there yeah that's uh, but no in this one it was just this shit little food court with a China lock I say food court, there's only two places, but it called itself a food court. China Watt was closed. Bur- Burger King, Grimaz, and again, lukewarm yeah, Burger, Burger. Burger King's for, for like five twenty. Should have just made the walk to McDonald's. Well, right? I wanted to go, I thought I'd go to Five Guys, but for some reason in my head, I thought that's too much of a meal. And Burger King's more of a snack. That's what my brain did. Yeah, no, no, that, that might be illogical. Nice. No, it makes a, it makes a kind of sense. Anyway, moving so on from your to your food movies. Um, I watched that The Sinner this week. As you know, Rob, 
as it took up two days in my life. Well, my missus was watching The Sinner for a while, and it's, it's, I don't know anything about it, but every time I went in to ask if she wanted a cup of tea, and, you know, got the 20-minute look, it looked grim as... Well, so dark. Just to, to set the scene of it, like, I, I won't ruin Not it. Not something I think you'd watch. No, I'd, uh, someone told me it was good, so I gave it a watch. So, basically, it's about this, like, young mother who, who like, has a fit of age and kills Justin someone. Justin misses it. Yeah, well, who, I Aid, well. uh, incidentally, says is very weird looking. She is very weird looking. I was like, Aid, look at us, see. Granted, but that doesn't make her more normal. And And just, just to clarify, right, any comment like that about a person like Jessica Beale. There is the assumption that everyone knows we're talking, like, as per celebrity. It's like celebrity well, rankings. I mean, you, you it's a person on the street. Wait, you can pl- please continue this clarification. I said the exact same thing. When my missus was watching yeah. this, I went in, gave her a cup of tea, and she went, do you like this woman? And I went, it's a bit too athletic looking for my taste. And she's then she went. Face, and then she went. What? But like, she's amazing looking. And I went. No. Yeah. In the grand scheme, if she was sat here today, she'd be probably yeah. one of the best looking women I've ever seen. But in in the realm of celebrity, what, she's, she's not competing against. Yeah, yeah, she's I, not I, even on the I top ten. Not even on the top thirty. Yeah. Like. Anyway, but so anyway, so that happens, and then it's all about you know. There's a pretty slow reveal of like you know. What, Her body. No. Of like you know Any all, of, all of the stuff that's happened. No, not really. All of the stuff that's happened. Yeah, I was you know. wondering why you went quiet though while watching it. Was when you knew it? Any? <laughs> no. I'll be like, hey, like, hey, I've not heard you speak for about three hours. Now. <laughs> yeah, no, no jacking no. off potentially missed whatsoever. No, no. Uh, but um, I won't yeah, be watching that. No. Like, as well as being swerved. unable to determine whether I found Jessica Bill attractive or not throughout the entire thing. That maybe ruined it for me a bit. But that like, was that was what you were most yeah, thinking about. Yeah, I can't decide whether I actually enjoyed it. So like I was, you know, when one finished, I was keen to see the next one. But that was just because like because you wanted to finish, fam. Yeah, like, yeah, it was just because it was like one of those like, oh, what's going on here? Also, but, that person who told you to watch it would were you going to see them again and say I'd watched it too? I no, I mean, it, I mean, I can't remember who it was, which makes it maybe a bit that, harder. Was it a person, though, who you reckon you can trust with TV recommendations? Who? I don't Cause know. Because I, like, in my, like, group of friends and stuff, I yeah. have a select few. I'm like, if, if he says something, I'm not watching it. <laughs> I you know what I mean? on that like, list for me, for some reason. For, like, I have a select list. few, like... You know, give, if give Andrew some of your says clangers in your eyes. I really like Prometheus. Garbage. Yeah, yeah he, um... <laughs> He didn't like oh, even they know it's garbage because they made yeah. they basically remade Alien yeah. for, the, for the sequel to it. Ah, uh, but there's there's a few along those lines. There's some that he really didn't like, which is obviously fantastic. Guardians of the Galaxy didn't like it, and I was oh, like, soul, has he? Yeah, I, I haven't spoke to him since. Don't even but know if he's still, still alive. But you still plan on going uh, his wedding? Oh yeah, it's in, it's in <laughs> he is family. Right? Yeah, I've got to be there. Don't be an arse about it. <laughs> yeah, go make out. But yeah, so the whole thing was like, I just, I don't know, I, you know, because like, obviously it's got questions, so you want to see how that, that worked out. But, like, it's not that dark either. It's one of those things that sets it up as, oh, be a bit darkness, and it's like, this isn't that dark. Very, but uh, also, I, I mean, not just dark in tone, but, it, it, like, the lighting was dark. Yeah, yeah, but the lighting is very dark. So paraphrase Partridge, though, has it got a second series? <laughs> 
Let's not stop powerful. Rob, ask Bastard the question asking, again, it's but in a different <laughs> way. <laughs> no, no, I'm just going to... Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I didn't, like, I enjoyed it, but I don't think it was particularly great myself. So out of ten, like a seven? Maybe. Yeah, give it a seven. It's worth watching, like, but, yeah. It's How many Bill episodes Pullman is it? As well. Eight. Yeah. Eight it's got Bill Pullman, who has this weird... Is he set- dead? No, it's Paxton, oh. mate. Well, that's Bill Paxton. They do get uh, yeah, muddled up. And he's got this weird kind of side plot I reckon going on, sometimes, which is entirely pointless. I reckon sometimes even Bill Pullman wakes up and goes, Bye, Bill Paxton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, he's dead. I'm, up. No. I'm, well, I'm currently uh, in the, the beginning of the second series of Fargo, which I know you've watched, Rob. I did enjoy I've, the I've first not series. seen the last... I'm three episodes into the last one. I was supposed to watch it, and then when I went to America, then I just stopped watching it. But so, uh, I also watched um, the film as well. So I the finished Columbus watching the first series. Like the then I watched the film, and then I watched a few episodes of the second series. But I was a great watch. Really enjoy it. But the film, like the TV show, is way better than the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah by yeah. much. I enjoyed the film, but me and Francesca, I my girlfriend, were talking it. about it. And like TV is the new medium. Yeah, it totally because is. Because you have to, like, I understand for that kind of tone. You've got to put it all in really quickly in the film mm. to to get to to tell us this is a bit weird. You can take your time in the you know like mm. in the film they say yar yeah. every other sentence just to let you know that it's a bit offbeat. Mm. Whereas they have stuff in the in the in the first series like they say geez a lot, yeah, and they say heck a lot, but not as often enough, and it's not as it's not as Oh, like it's not as um, what's the word? Not openly, like it's blatant. not yeah, blatantly trying to be as funny, although it is, in my opinion, even yeah. Funnier. No, I agree with that. Actually, uh, apart from Biscemi, by the way, you is incredible. He's just great in everything. Like he's all right, Biscemi. <laughs> he is <laughs> such a sleazy lucky man. He's all right. <laughs> he really is. Yeah, I actually think to you know not step on your bike or anything, but I, I think. One of the problems, like, I think what stopped the sinner being really, really good, in my opinion, was they did string it out a bit. I didn't, it didn't need to be eight episodes, like, at all. Like, it could have, could have easily cut two or three, I think. Anyway, should we come on to, to a bit of sport, maybe? What I've about got... your week, Rob? We haven't done this week. Uh... No one cares about your week, Rob. <laughs> yeah, you're, not even, you're not even on the, the no. name of the podcast. Even, Just a recurring... You're not on the signature that's shown on the start of the show. And podcast. Why am I here then? <laughs> we don't know. Mate. You just yeah. But yeah, I didn't have. Yeah, but you better be here next week. I didn't have. I didn't have much. Not that we're paid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I, so I'm like an unpa- unpaid intern, and you're just unpaid. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Is yeah. that worse? Yeah, we're volunteers. I think no, but you make me do word... stuff as an intern, so I think yeah. I might have it slightly worse. Yeah. But I think when you put unpaid in front of everything, it, there is no hierarchy. <laughs> no, no. I mean, unpaid chief executive. <laughs> well, you what? <laughs> he's yeah. he's only an unpaid junior. You're all unpaid. Yeah, he's still more junior than us. Just no one gets paid. Like, no, no, not much. Just like weird things, like a guy trying to. Pay on the bus with his driving license. It's <laughs> quite amusing. A guy falling asleep on the tube, waking up just as it was his stop, and the doors had shut. And looked at me as if to say, "Like, mate, why don't you wake me up?" And it's like, come on, that's not. It's not really my stop. But how would I know when you wanted waking up? But no. if I woke you up before you wanted waking up, you'd you'd, you'd be annoyed at me. 
Yeah. But actually, yeah, work stuff, no, not too much. But well, one thing I will say is, makes me laugh, because obviously I work in a school setting, some of the teachers... He's allowed to be there. Yeah. When he says work, he's some, yeah. some of the school teachers, because it's uh, primary school, are like, they think they're big dogs and... And at the end of the day, lads, you've just not got the minerals to go high school. <laughs> like, I don't mind, you know, if you just say yeah. say it out loud, but you can't be, you know, acting the big man while, <laughs> while being at primary school because we all know the truth. Like, you know, Aid watches, a, like, US sport like me. They're college American football coaches. You know, the big guys in the little, you know, big fish is small pond. He will never do it in the and NFL. And you can pretend and say it shows primary school because you think it's no, more. No you just not got them. No. To use your words, you've not got the minerals, the minerals <laughs> to go high school. I'm fair play to you. There's no judgment. But yeah, not not much though. But one thing, because I've had a lot of um, like cake at school this week. They don't they don't get school food right a lot, but cake everywhere <laughs> is real quality. What As you remember of, it, like primary school. What kind of cake? Like a like a lemon cake today was on the agenda. I remember I've had like I've had rhubarb and crumble and custard this week. I've had chocolate cake and custard. I've, had, I've had all sorts of You just describe what I, I I think of when I think of primary school cake. It was always a lot of sauce. Yeah. It was never dry. Was, no. they, maybe Apart from, if you remember at our primary school, because we all went to the same primary school, that chocolate biscuit, yeah, which was man. rock hard, man. <laughs> like it was well nice once you got through yeah. the initial toughness, but you felt yeah. like your teeth at any point would that actually fall off. Yeah. Remember at our primary school, they were always warm. Yeah. Was this warm? I didn't do them. And we got milk yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, school we got, uh, like I said, like. Did they get milk? No, no they, they only get water. They don't get juice, they get water. Oh, prison rules. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, like the food is... Right, too... so the NHS is on its knees. The food is pretty bastards. soft. The food is pretty soft because obviously kids right. in primary school are quite young. But yeah, the cakes are always... On point. Yeah. Before we move on to sport, cause I was thinking about this quickly, because you're, um, you're a good sounding board for this, Rob. You know, because... you is just... going to be horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll keep it quick. We'll we'll not digress on this one, right? Yeah. You've just moved to London, yeah. Yeah. You're from the northwest, yeah. I am. Yeah. It's just a job interview. Yeah. Weren't you made to feel? Not made to feel, but didn't you think that we were slightly more retarded than the rest of the country when you lived in the northwest? I mean, you do get that vibe from various different outlets. You know, like media and TV, but yeah. the North are stupid. Would you so. say that since living in London, you uh, now not only think that that is untrue, but you cannot believe some of the acts of like retardation that you see on a daily basis in the city? Yeah, it is. And we'll leave it at that. And we'll leave it at that. So, just as an intro into the sport thing, I think I think I was talking to you about this, Rob. I think it was you I was telling. Last week, I. Um, streamed the United game online totally legal totally legal you streamed the United game online yeah. legally yeah yeah it was legal don't, don't worry about that but anyway so was it the Andy Gray one yes it was that's where I'm going with it was it was being sport it was it was I'd like it's the first time because obviously why would I watch being sport but it's the first time I've seen them do it I'd like is Richard Keyes a real person 
I have no idea. I'm starting what? to think Richard Keys is like a character that's yeah, conjured up. Somebody's got a very elevated Barry Maloney and they play Richard Keys for 50 years or how long. My favourite thing about it though was like, I was expect like, you know, it, like, as I was watching it, I was thinking, am I, am I like, you know, projecting how I expect this to be on them? Because it was so exactly how I expected him to be. It was unbelievable. Shit. Not just shit, but like the whole tone of it was weird. So I was telling Rob, there was a bit where Richard Keyes went off on this moan about people after scoring sliding on their knees because it leaves marks on the pitch. And like, groundsmen work hard on that. And even Andy Bay was like, mate, I just celebrate. Maybe, maybe just leave that one. And like, Keezy looked as well like a man who has recently. been shagging people. No, he's been eating more than vanilla. Like he, yeah, he does look a bit tubby, does Keezy? I've not seen him for a, a while. bloated, if you know what I mean. But like, when I last saw He looks saw like her. he's been eating yeah. the same meals and drinking the yeah. same amount of drink as Andy Gray, even though he's a lot smaller than him. No, because I imagine that they live together in a hammock. Yeah. When, yeah, I, when I last saw their coverage, fam. Keezy's proper immersed himself in living yeah. in Middle East. Grey just looked like he's constantly yeah, longing Grey, for home. Yeah, Grey like in some lo- return he needs to come home. Lo- talk sport yeah. or somewhere. Get him home. <laughs> yeah. Get Grey's home. We'll start a gun go fund me. We need Grey get out tightly. Get Grey home. <laughs> now, in all fairness, the problem but probably a bit bit crazy as it's like. Maybe you should actually do because like because Keys got to be fair. To be fair, Keezy's mantra seems to be like fuck him, fuck guy, come in. Keezy's gone swanning around with some twenty-year-old woman living the high life, eating in a. Keezy's gone full. Ah, never liked you anyway. Never liked you anyway, mate. Who's her? Your wife? No, England. He's proper acting like that guy who got dumped and then basically. Has got this new girlfriend and just tells you every opportunity. I'm Better happy he is now, and you're just like, mate, stop bringing it up. <laughs> no one asked. I didn't ask you. I just said. But my favourite thing as well is in the original <laughs> thing, Grey seemed to be the ringleader, but now like he's the the, the the bigger pariah. I think. Well, I think what what it seems like <laughs> bigger is pariah. Like Grey I'm guessing even at school was always an alpha. Yeah. Whereas Keezy had oh, that like Keezy is that yeah. pathetic loser. He's finally got a bit of power yeah, like so aligning God. himself with an alpha. Um, my, my personal... There's nothing worse than a guy who is obviously not a lad. None of us around this table are lads, so we don't act like it, who now yeah. starts acting like he's a bit of a lad. Yeah, the, the, worst, it in, mate, the worst please. bit of it, oh, actually, my favourite bit made me literally laugh out loud because it was like, that is the most. But, like, if I could have picked one sentence to be said on, on this, like, to fulfil the stereotype, it would have been this one. It was a bit where they were talking about something, and, and then, and then basically, Keezy said, said, oh, game's changed. And then Grace went, game's gone. It's not changed. Game's gone. And then they just moved on. <laughs> Just weird. <laughs> Good lads. Does uh, does I mean, Keezy does Keezy still cover up his wolf arms or? <laughs> yeah, he does. does he? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> he's got wolf. Arms. No, I, wolf. I, like if I was doing a poll on Richard Keys, it'd be is Richard Keys a real person? <laughs> and the options would be yes, and then it'd be no. But next to no, it'd be like a little hyphen saying no real person is that hairy. <laughs> 
think you should have an option for, for werewolves. You know what? I'm going to put that on He's Twitter. Really? Right? But that's <laughs> going to be my poll. Because you can put polls on Twitter now. So yeah, I'm going to yeah, actually yeah. put a poll <laughs> and see if anyone answers it. Oh, I, I, I totally get behind that. But um, I think the, uh, the mistake those two made is like, they are so entwined with Premiership football mm. and Sky Sports. You know why? Because like, they were the first ones. Yeah. There wasn't like an audition. It wasn't like no. there was loads of partnerships and they were the most popular. They were just the only... There was no yeah. choice in it. I mean, they were uh, just there. Yeah, it's they, they did seem to actually believe that they were they were the draw. It's like, you're not the draw. Like, basically, we could replace you with two actual monkeys. Actual chimps. Like we have done. <laughs> like, I don't mean that in any racist way. <laughs> no. to, to be fair uh, to Grey, though. And people like, watch it for fun. He did do analysis, so Grey could go, uh, maybe people like that. But Keyesy, though. Like, <laughs> what's Keyesy? They were there just because they were the first. Yeah. yeah. That's it. You weren't no draw. First, no one was tuning for in for your... You know, banter. No. Or um, chemistry. And for a decade, the only. Yeah. There was just no one else, was there? Really? Like, well, on a I week think, weekly basis? I'm like, since we've like, down. most bro. people would suggest it, like, you know, the general reaction has been, it's actually a bit better without you guys. It's just better. Yeah. And you, you, we don't miss you. So we don't enjoy your time out there in a, where is he, in Dubai? Yeah, they're loving Easy. it, mate. They're bloody loving life. Except Shane Rose, who has the hairy eyes of a POW. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He's stuck with Keezy. 20... Like, it feels like he's stuck with Keezy on a desert island or somewhere. <laughs> with no hope of getting him. home. I think if you had a heart to heart. What, so, Ke- so Keezy's Wilson? <laughs> yeah. You go, look, I want out of it. I'm rich, it's been doing my editing for the past <laughs> yeah. two years, but we need each other. And there's nowhere for me to go. <laughs> You know, I bet he's on the phone to his agent, look, I can't take Keezy anymore. <laughs> Anything come up, you've got a guest spot on TalkSport, but it's not permanent. <coughs> oh, okay. all right. <laughs> See what what, what should I do? He's like, honestly, honestly, Andy, you best bet's out there with Keezy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I've got Keezy on the other line. Can you call you back? <laughs> Keezy's yeah. already asking me, like, making plans for... For dinner. Tonight, so. <laughs> yeah. Andy, you, are you, you, you're slurring your words, mate. Are you drunk? I'm always drunk. <laughs> mate, I've been half-bombed for two years. <laughs> I'm fair play to him, I would be as well. Um, Alright, anyway. So, so moving on. Got to do predicts John right fast. Because, as Rob already knows, predicts John got hosed last weekend. Hosed real bad. So, basically, um, Twa got the W. Um... The other teams I picked, who I don't remember, but they weren't. Twat. Crystal Palace Stoke. and Arsenal. Stoke, yeah. We had yeah, Stoke it was Arsenal to beat Palace and Stoke. All came in. I had Barcelona to be, to be winning against Betis at half-time and full-time. And Barcelona chose to score all five of their goals in the second half. Those dickheads. They did do that. You can't win 5-0 and not be winning at half-time. Who so does I, that? So I can't quit my job yet? Not yet. But, but because I... Like, I, I put the accumulator on, but I did this weird hacker insurance thing, so I get my money back, because only one of them let me down. So this week, we've got new bets. New bets. Covers the Premier League in midweek as well. So we've got um, Saint-Etienne and Caen. Uh, both to Can't score. say Saint-Etienne and nobody mentioned that you are wearing the Saint-Etienne yeah, shirt. I am, ju- I am chillaxing. It is getting a lot of play these days with Saint-Etienne. Yeah. Mate, it's... Many would say too Essentially, much I, I go... I go one t-shirt per week. We know. 
Right, it's just giving me blends. I don't. I don't we know, is it? it. Don't, you, you're not. You don't have to explain. <laughs> so you don't have to explain. There's people listening, mate. <laughs> I mean, there's not. <laughs> but there could be one day. So, uh, yeah. So, so both teams have scored no for Saint Etienne and Kang. Lille and Strasbourg to get a draw for some reason. Um, Atalanta to beat Sassuolo away. Uh, Atletico Madrid to beat Las Palmas at home, which is six to one on and almost certainly going to happen. And Southampton to beat to beat Brighton to nil, uh, um, whatever at St Mary's. So yeah, so so. That's fancy that. Yeah, I mean we'll see how we get on. The one thing I'd worry about Southampton, and to be fair, Brighton will be the same. Is how seriously they both take it. Well, if they both don't take it seriously, you'd back Southampton squad to. Well, I mean, I would say like, very rotten form. Southampton. They are, but I think essentially after you've bet on them to win. Adding to nil is just like, I mean, yeah. if Southampton win a game, it has to be to nil. Yeah, you'd think. But so. not winning 4 really, have so. Especially against Brighton. Yeah. But, so, anyway, so, better of the week, definitely Atalanta to beat Sassuolo all the way. It's better than evens. Better than so, that's your tip of the week. The tip of the week. What yeah. was the first one again? Um, Saint Etienne and Cat both just got no. And then. That would be my better of the week. Are you going to both have a better week now? There's only one better week. What's the odds for Atalanta? 6-5 and Saint Etienne can't think it's 4-5. And then Leland Strasbourg to draw is almost 2-1. It's actually just better than 2-1. So yeah, I've put 6 quid on and I'll win £228 if it comes in. Will win £228. That's roughly between the three of us. Not counting Carlos, who would get a share. Uh, 70, uh, <laughs> 76 pound each. Which we'll just call him next week anyway. Yeah, exactly. But, but well, soon. It's just a bit of fun, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's a serious ambition. No, way. it's serious. When people say, what are you going to do in the future? You can't do your job for much longer. You look like you're breaking down. I go, don't worry about it. I've got my future all wrapped up. I'm doing this uh, predictor-tron thing and it's going to make me millions. <laughs> And if it does, I say to everyone who listens, then, then then bad times will be had by all. The There's whisperings around, but I've got mental health. <laughs> yeah, luckily I know some people who can help you out. So, who? I've been doing some work for this company called the Mental Health Foundation. They'll sort you out, probably. I actually think they just raise awareness rather than doing any actual <laughs> practical stuff. But you love a bit of raising awareness, mate. I fucking hate it. <laughs> Don't even know. I think we're all aware enough of most things. Fun yeah. ra- fundraisers and raising awareness. Yeah, two, that's that's how I'll get Two MOs at the minute. I don't know, though. They, they gave me mince pies and stuff at Christmas. and I'm, they, they seem like a good bunch of lads. Sinister, mate. Maybe. Maybe, and I don't... They act- lace them with the press, and so you'll go back <laughs> yeah. to them. And Supplying the man, mate. And in, a, in all honesty, I don't particularly believe in, in their aims in life, but that's not... That's we don't, we'll, we'll not go down that dark alley. Yeah. About no. how um, you think it's a big mockery of a sham, the mental health game, and that people should just grow up you said it, mate, not me. In about 70% of cases, I, I severe mental health problems do exist, but I think like lads who have just been signed off work with burnout, look, mate, just, just, get, just get a different job. It's funny just how there's not much uh, mental health um, in the uh, lower-paid jobs, isn't it? It really is. Not many guys with uh, who are off for a long time with mental health issues on zero-hour contracts. But I'll leave it there. We don't want to go down, but let's keep yep. it light, yeah? Anyway, so... So yeah, what else happened in the world as well? United signed Sanchez, obviously, that was exciting. <coughs> we, covered, we covered a lot we of that. We covered that pretty good, yeah. That last week. You so. two are delighted. 
I mean, well, you texted me, didn't you, Rob, and said, I'm in the middle of a wank because I'm so happy that Sam has joined. Oh, no, I nicked his phone, didn't oh, no, like, yeah. it? Yeah. Why did you say, love, Rob? <laughs> just, just a <laughs> yeah, why would I ever message you, <laughs> love, Rob? Did you not get that from the video? Because you were having a wank, you were, in, you were happy. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, oh, yeah, tennis, fat, fat lad, the, the British lad, got um, got to the semis of the is he Is he old or young? He's 23. So, yeah. I'd say that's, in, kind of, that's not young no, for tennis. Not, no, but I'd say now tennis is more about physique, even though, as you said, Rob, they're all doping. But like now it's young, I think. I mean, I, I don't think it's not dead young for a tennis player, but it's not ridiculous. And they're lucky that there's, um, there's a big wide open space between those lads in their mid slash early 20s and the people who are winning everything. Yeah. So yeah. once those lads finally break down through their copious doping, not my words, words of Rob, so allegedly. Well, I, I think um, we should cover the going vegan thing as, as well. Yeah, me and Aid have come to the conclusion that if you say that you're going vegan or gluten-free, <laughs> then we've got a raised suspicion. <laughs> means you're going on you some jump, kind of cycle. Yeah. If you are, if you are a, a sportsman, or one, who's been disappointing or not reached... The, the peak and you get into your late 20s and you suddenly go vegan and become the best in the world I'm just a, I think when you've said going vegan you men lads I'm jumping on the EPO that's all I'm saying maybe yeah, not EPO okay. specifically whatever. <laughs> whatever's to hand but yeah it's just poison. it just seems like it's a, a code for you know something bad <laughs> yeah something I mean, not good there's certain tennis players now who um, are breaking down yeah. Which uh, our Rob would say, not me, not this, <laughs> would say is a telltale sign of um, doing certain well, things. Me and, um, me and your Rob were watching that documentary about, you know, the, the Russian guy who eventually went whistleblower on there. Icarus. Is it, is it Icarus or Icarus? I want to say I don't Icarus. Know anything about it is, Ica- it is Icarus. Icarus. What, was Icarus. His, um, Icarus. Okay. what was his discipline? He was no, so what windy, happened? Windy, so so what happened? The synopsis, of, well, the quick synopsis of the documentary. A guy, a yes, filmmaker, wants to. He run, He does this like amateur cycle race. I a think grueling. He, yeah, I think he finished fourteenth, was it? Yeah. So there's a lot, like five hundred or something. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Yeah. But he's like, look, I want to take uh, peds to see if it actually makes a difference. Like, could I actually win it on peds? Uh, then. He gets with this American guy at UCLA. Yeah. But then the UCLA guy goes, hey, I'll do it, I'll do it. And then they probably... What they get the form. Is Sorry, is it like 30 for 30? Icarus. No, Icarus. Oh. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, let's get the plan in place to do it. And then I'm guessing as he starts doing the documentary, the American guy goes, I can't help you, don't mate, because it you know, yeah, exactly. ruin my reputation. It goes against... But I'll give you the uh, contacts of basically the mastermind behind Russia's... Uh, Wada lab, which was just yeah, filled so, with like so, doping and stuff. So this guy was the head of the Russian anti-doping uh, lab for their Olympics teams and stuff. And essentially, the it wasn't an anti-doping lab; it was a doping lab thing, just straight up doping. <laughs> but basically, like so. Yeah, but, but as long as you say it's an anti-doping lab. Yeah, exactly. It's all right. But, but anyway, so like then, what happens is like once once you get so this guy. You know, goes, oh, this is what you need to do. And there's a lot of freezing urine that goes on in the early stages. 
not something I've particularly understood, but people keep freezing urine. So you don't contaminate it. Right. I, I think I, I <laughs> feel ready to make that clear. <laughs> Documentary made just got a fetish for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy did enjoy <laughs> but that guy did enjoy collecting piss, freezing <laughs> it and storing it in his own piss. Yeah. Mate, we need nine samples, you need so, two, mate. You just so, need two. So basically, yeah. He goes and like you know, then he goes to meet this guy and he does he does the race again the next year after being on the, the pets for not that long. It'd only been a few months, hadn't he, at this point, or something. Yeah, like and, he, and, I don't you know, think he'd been on the full year. No, I think he'd done like maybe right, half a, while a year or something. Up. And like he does, he does miles worse. But he has like he has bike troubles and stuff, so he has real issues. And then the Russian guys like, it's all right, we're just at level one of, of international quality doping. Uh, so he goes over to uh, to Moscow and meets this guy and everything. And there's loads of stuff going on. It's still a documentary about this one guy seeing you know what difference doping makes. But then at this point. Essentially, uh, the actual um, anti-WADA, yeah. anti-doping agency, essentially go, lads, we reckon that Russia have been systematically state-backed doping for fucking ages. So basically, it all kicks off, like because this guy's in charge. Storm, yeah, yeah, while he's like, yeah. in, so the film it's amazing because the filmmaker does not sign up for that no. and he's like skyping the guy who's in hiding and stuff it's weird isn't it and he's <laughs> yes. like he get he like resigns from his job and stuff and then he, he obviously gets scared that the Russian's going to kill him um, like is the guy a guy who's working with what was that other guy he was head of like like a a partner of his like they yeah. work together like he, he worked he, he was like the other guy was like the head of the I think he was the head of the yeah, Russian yeah, anti-doping like agency that. and like this guy ran the lab so like and like that guy had a heart attack and died suspiciously well not suspiciously yeah, like, yeah. let's but, not go too much about Russia I don't want to be dead yeah but anyway but so so then the guy like this this guy Grig, Grig, Grigory is it Rodchenko or Grigory Rodchenko yeah so he like absconds to America and he's like living with this guy <laughs> yeah. Not with him, but like, well, the documentary, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like you know the uh, Richard Linklater and Bernie Teeny a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So and then like the rest of the documentary is just like so this guy he, he like you know he sells his story to the to New York Times or to yeah it's a Times um like it, you know it all comes out about how essentially like like his main thing this guy's main thing was was the Sochi Winter Olympics so actually in Russia so it's just going on about how. He managed to essentially systematically cheat and everything. But it was weird, though. Like Why I was saying, to, in the I was saying to you before, though, it worked. I was saying, <laughs> I was saying to you before, the way when we were watching yeah. it, he he went from actually concocting drugs yeah. to cheat to then just doing stuff that I'd do, like <laughs> yeah. breaking into labs and replacing piss. Yeah, but that was apparently because the, the the plan originally was to systematically cheat in such a way that it wouldn't be detectable. So and then you stop about a month before the Olympics and basically no one ever catches you. Uh, but basically, apparently, Vladimir Putin, or the Russian government, according to this guy, I'm not saying that, in case you're Russian and listening, um, like... This guy, you want to kill him? Yeah. I mean, he's this. in witness protection, so you'd have to find him, but go for it. Um, I'm not encouraging That's, people to kill Yeah, him. but he's done treason. Whatever the <laughs> yeah. Russian government did, I'm fully behind him. Yeah, I, I'm not, there's no judgment here. But anyway, so like... So yeah, he starts doing stuff like he's because they're still doping through the thing. He has to essentially swap out bottles and stuff. My favourite bit is like they get loads of water people on, and they're like, "What? 
like this guy says that they swapped out bottles because like the bottles are specially designed and they've got a, a they've got like a, a cap that you should yeah. apparently be able to take off without breaking the bottle um, and like the guy essentially says no I could take the top off and like so they ask a bunch of white people and they're like no you definitely can like, well, what, what have you could? And like loads of them go, well, then that would be a real problem, <laughs> basically. But like, and then obviously there's loads of bits where, you know, people like the Russians in particular start questioning, like, you know, his, uh, how reliable he is as, as a witness and everything. But essentially, eventually he just goes, look, these are the people, these are the bottles that they'll, they'll be in. Go back and check them. I guarantee you'll find this in them and you will find physical evidence from the bottles been opened. So why did it? And they're like, yeah, he, he's right, lads. So we, does the documentary guy ever succeed in his uh, doping? Oh, you know, he just no, bins it off? Yeah, he, he bins it off after and basically yeah, tries to look after He basically tries to look after this guy and make yeah. sure he doesn't get killed. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty much what he's doing. So right. he, like, he goes to all the lawyer meetings, doesn't he, man? Yeah. That was my favourite, though. My favourite part of the documentary was when... Uh, they meet those people, N- not Gregory. You know the documentary maker. Oh meets yeah, that woman and then the other guys. Explain and this to me. I don't know what you're talking. So, so I, can't, I can't remember they, what the essentially like people after, were. after he sells the story yeah. for the first time. They meet. I think they're people from from Wada or something. They like might that. be yeah. And like, like but there's like a big group of them, and they they sit down with the documentary maker because they're asking like you know for specifics and stuff. So like he's he's there with fucking pages of specifics and basically there's this woman who starts going on about she starts being proper self-righteous and and saying stuff like well you know how do you think i feel like i poured my life into like was it the social olympics or something and she's like you know and i've seen all this cheating and then the documentary maker was do you think this is a walk in the park for Gregory? He's like risking his life. He's, like, he's death threats. Stop fucking talking. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, what? And then she just shuts. Yeah. He came to like, him. He's like, risking everything. And then what? she just shuts up there. Realising that this guy has basically like <laughs> exactly. tried to. Yeah. My she really has as well. Yeah, my favourite bit of the And good riddance to him. My favourite bit of the documentary is there's like a, shows you a press conference at the end uh, from this like wider guy or whatever and he's going, look, so this is what like the guys told us that you know these athletes were were doping, and if we go back and check the B samples, they test positive, um, and we did, and one hundred percent of them did test positive. Uh, he all, and we also checked the bottles for for signs of, of physical tampering. On all of them, we found signs of, of physical tampering that indicate that the tops were removed. And like there's loads, it goes on for a few minutes. Then this journalist stands up and is like, "Oh, well." Just, you know, a lot of it, like, all of this seems to be based on the testimony of this Radchenko guy. And, like, there was a thing where, like, he'd been in a mental asylum uh, for, for a bit. Like, the documentary made it sound like the Russians had, had framed him for that and mm-hmm. just wanted to get rid of him. But, but whatever. And he's like, and he doesn't seem like a very reliable witness. He's got a history of mental disorders. So, I mean, how do we, you know, is it, you know, is it okay to base an entire case on what this one guy's word? And... I wanted him to, but the wider guy doesn't just doesn't just go, mate. Have you listened to a word I've just said? Like I have just said, <laughs> like, everything he has told us, we have checked. That, and I think it has been proved. <laughs> like, what more do you want, you fucking reader? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's it's like, mate, you had written that question before coming in and didn't listen to a word I said, didn't you? And the guy's like, I did, yes, I am. 
Well, speaking they, of journalists, well, they so, um, did. It seem, so, just to finish on that, but it did seem like they sold Grigory down the river a little bit in terms of yeah. they did say, "Look, if you tell us everything, you're fine." Yeah. And as soon as he did, and then, he, re- and then he read the New York article. Remember, he read the New York Times article. He's on the phone to the filmmaker. He's like, "Oh, this is amazing, Brian. This is like re- his name was Brian, wasn't it?" Yeah. Like, oh, this is really good. Like, I'm really excited and stuff, and you know, stuff's gonna get moving. And then Brian was like. Yeah, about that. Uh, you might not totally be off. <laughs> yeah, they it's were like, "Yeah, great, say... great info and stuff," and like, "We'll try and get you off, and we're doing everything, but be prepared, be prepared, Gregory." Well, you might he went into witness uh, witness protection. Yeah, I, I don't know if he still is, but yeah. I remember reading there's an article on BBC Sport. Where How long was this ago? A couple two years ago. Yeah, it was yeah. recent. So, like, there's an article on BBC Sport. Uh, they must have interviewed the filmmaker and I don't know if it's like that guy's out of hiding now because mm. uh, I only read like the headline uh, whether that guy's out of hiding now and he said this recently or he said it while the documentary has been made and he's still in hiding but the filmmaker said that Gregory was like you know the testing that was London Olympics was like really bad and a lot of British lads just like <laughs> skated by all that stuff. Well, we've been over. So, oh no, it's fine, Gregory. We don't need to hear about that. We're, done. We're happy with Russians. But it, Get it, out. it'd be interesting to see yeah. what happens to it. Well, and actually, there's a bit in the documentary as well where I can't remember who it is that they ask, but they ask a guy directly, like, are Wada capable of catching drug cheats? And basically, he looks a bit awkward for a few seconds, <laughs> like trying to sugarcoat it, and then just goes, no. No way. But, like, coming back to what you were saying about the. Like, you know, what drugs do you need for figure skating? Like, I think me and you both said that, do you know what I think? It's like a bit yeah, weird. But, a few, uh... but essentially, they, like, it was because, like, at the last Winter Olympics, they, they, they won basically nothing. And then in Sochi, they were easily the best. Well, I'm well, guessing that's the so... of, of it all, isn't it? Yeah. It's like anything, like any stimulant. You're at work in the morning, you feel like shit. You have a coffee, you feel better. Hmm. Like, and it just. Like, it lets you, as well, lets you focus, like, the tr- training on the skills as well, if you know what I mean. So you can, like... Yeah. That's what, um, actually, I was uh, listening to a podcast with Michael Bisping, mm-hmm. and that's what he said about, he said, you know, they were asking him, like, how can, you know, performance-enhancing drugs... It was He was talking about, you know, the Roy Jones, Daniel Cormier thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, so, yeah, but how much of a difference can drugs really make, you know? And he was like, because when I train... I train hard one day, I have to take the next day off because I'm in agony. Hmm. If I train really hard at one skill, yeah. you know, he said, like, somebody on PEDS, they there can train, a, like, there all is the weird, time, they there can is, prepare yeah, so to, much better. To piggyback off that, though, there is this weird uh, belief among people, though, that PED users are quite lazy. Like oh, they're, yeah, they're no. really, really like that. They're yeah. hardest working people. It's you know, like you don't just like inject yourself and yeah. suddenly like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. look at me, I'm a star. Well, just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you you can't just just sit there in bed like your pads and looking like yeah. You lot. can't just take a massive load of steroids and then just kick back. Plus, it hurts as well. Like I'm a uh, Icarus. Uh, documentary like the guy was in agony injecting himself. Yeah, you, you have to pick ass, like the ass because it's like, <laughs> but it's less painful than like you, you know, your thigh or mm-hmm. or maybe your arms or whatever. So yeah, you had to pick a point which was on your body, you know, as dead as it yeah. could hope for. 
Really but it was a really good so, documentary. Anyway, I'll moving on from our favourite subject. From Netflix, so you should give it a watch. We do love drug abuse, don't we? It's Rob. He's a bad influence on us. I went, when it was, when it sure was me and you before Rob, I, I went down. Dark. I was either going on about paedophiles or yeah. how much I hate middle class people. I'm glad that's... I think, I think we have improved. There is one thing I'd, I'd really like to address this week, Rob. I think it's important that we don't... Not Phil Neville, is it? No. I mean... That's hilarious. He's 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 now on top of Peter. Be- it, it was Peter Beardsley <laughs> on weirdest guy who's fallen foul of modern. Yeah. Did know, anyone see this stuff. though? Uh, just to, like I won't no, go it's on Phil Neville. Did anyone did stuff. anyone see though where Sky Spots who's quoting a parody Phil Neville account leaving <laughs> one of his things? That's amazing. You don't see it. No. It's what phenomenal. They're doing it and taking it as yeah. Phenomenal. They were like they read oh, it out God. and it was like he said something about battering his wife or something. No, I think he actually said that. No, he didn't. Like on, on the one that they read out. All oh, right. Yeah. They were. It was like a parody Phil Neville account, and they read it out like like they're just oh. weird like the guys. <laughs> but like they've lost. I think they even know they've lost all. Like yeah, once yeah, they yeah. started quoting football managers like attributes for players. Jesus. What Christ. was uh, Remind me what was that footballer who uh, on transfer day one day they uh, said was making a big move and he was like a made up football player. Oh, I can't remember. Me and you were remember. talking about this over. Yeah, about Dream Team. Was it yeah. yesterday? Yeah, was it? Was he going to about was it? Didier Baptiste to Liverpool? Didier Baptiste. What a what a what a bloody hero! Liverpool might be interested in uh, Didier Baptiste. Uh, our sources indicate yeah. that he's fucking made up and doesn't exist. You stupid bastard! But if you watch Dream Team, he was quite good. So. Yeah, he was right. Liverpool, hell of a player yeah. for. Um, yeah, what were they I called? actually think it started Marches, as well because Marches, Marches, yeah. United he did the business. I think in the in show with Liverpool wanted him. I think I was know. that before or after John Black got shot? It were it was before I think. I don't know. I didn't watch much after John Black got shot. Assassinated. Yeah. Did, did, was it after winning the FA Cup? Yeah, an FA Cup in which Manchester scored the same goal twice. And uh, Sky thought you might not notice if both times you showed it from different angles. But like on all the replays, you just kept showing that one angle. So you might uh, not notice it. Me and said this, like, you know, you're a football show. When someone's leaving the show, just say they've gone to a different club. Stop <laughs> killing <laughs> people <laughs> off. Just stop shit. it. <laughs> My favourite thing was like, cause they used Leicester so much that essentially John Black was brought in because they'd signed um, Sinclair. Is that how we were, you know, we need a. They, uh, they it's somebody who looks like Frank Sinclair. Yeah, they brought a few. I remember, like, when I used to watch it, cause I think I watched it a bit later than you guys, they used to always do Rangers, Chelsea, Birmingham now and again. But mm. Chelsea that, and Birmingham worked really well because. They brought in a black striker. Well, multiple black strikers at Harlechess or something. You had your Hasselbanks. <laughs> I think Heskey might have been at Birmingham around that time. Uh, I'm sure Rangers had someone that they could like score I mean, a goal from. I remember one time... Just one of a guys... fantastic audition. Oh, I think I really nailed it. Yeah, you've got the job. I knew I nailed it. What did they say? What was the feedback? Did they say like I did a really good scene? Mm, they said you looked a lot like Frank Sinclair <laughs> and that would be very beneficial for <laughs> <laughs> I remember once on, on an episode, one of their players, be, be, you remember like, because one of the things people forget about Dream Team was its very first series was actually quite serious, it wasn't as massively so popular as it became, because it was about the youth team, 
Like the, yeah, the, yeah, the first remember. team was in it, but it was all about the guys in, in the youth yeah, you've team. You told me this before, but it was a good watch. I wouldn't go as far as to call it a good watch, to be honest. But it was like it was all right. They're the words that you said, eh? Don't take it back. <laughs> I'll take back whatever I want. But anyway, but like, and there was a guy in there whose older brother was in the first team. I think he like Summer Harkness or something like that. Steve Harkness? No, no. no. But like, starring Steve Harkness yeah. as himself. <laughs> but no, yeah. starring Steve Harkness as Steve Harkness. In the in the second series. Like he, he got into the first team and it just it, meant it was just pure soap opera. Had that bird who's in Corrie now in it. Yeah, they were always good what for attractive women. I think she's called. She's called Carla, mate. You know. Carla. I was going to say. Oh, Carla, she's but... my favourite. <laughs> yeah, I've seen her in real life. I saw her in London yeah, Bridge once. How could I? Yeah, she was in. Stared her a bit too long. Thought I creeped her out a bit. She's probably used to it. Probably, she probably used to is it. to be fair. <laughs> But yeah, like that guy when he was in the first team scored that much years ago. It totally did. In fact, he knows so much that, like, you know, when someone's consciously not trying to look at you, yeah, that's even weirder. Maybe did you walk into a lamp? (laughs) Well, consciously not looking at you. And I was stood next to her as well for a good, mate. You definitely eleven minutes. You definitely stared. Come on. How could you be stood next to someone for 11 minutes? Because the place was packed. uh, Me and the people I were with, we were like outside because we all smoked, smoking and drinking, and she was like in the little small bit where you could stand and do that, like in the same bit. And then you were smelling her hair. (laughs) And touching yourself. Just in a boat. Not staring, Mum, not staring. (laughs) I took advantage of it being a tight squeeze and did try and stroke her face. That's all I did. After not looking at her. <laughs> I just hit some random It's that way. Was not happy. <laughs> but um, I had to do it to some other person. like <laughs> yeah, To make it look, look legit. Some, yeah. But yeah. you remember yeah. that goal Muzzy is it scored? It's like a volley from, from way far out. I remember a few he scored, to be fair. But yeah, like, but, yeah, one of the guys from Harchester scored it. It was a good goal. <laughs> fair play to him. Yeah. Did you watch it? Oh, wow, that was like Muzzy is it goal. I did. I that is Muzzy is it goal. <laughs> Yeah, I did enjoy trying to guess what game it was from and stuff. Um, yeah, we like we watched the, the cup final once in a PE day, a, a PE lesson that had been rained off. I was like, yeah, so because it was at Wembley and everything. One of the guys was like, oh, because they were obviously Chelsea. He was like, well, you know, I play Chelsea in the in the uh, FA Cup final. I was like, yeah, it's a giant shield. That was like, what scores? It was like it was one one. And he's like, what scores? They said it was like two one. Like how? I was like. Because they took a clip from another <laughs> game that wasn't even at Wembley for the winning goal. No, no, they, they, they played the exact same goal again. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Good lads. But again, they, they changed the camera angle, so you know how you get multi Yeah, yeah, sure. So like, it's really blatant, because all the replays are the same angle. <laughs> Just so you won't notice, it's the same goddamn goal. Good lads, well, good lads. Good times. Uh, anyway, coming on to what I actually wanted to address, which was... Just what, you how... didn't want to address dreams? I did, but I've got more. Just how hilarious Swansea's win over Liverpool was. I want to talk about Absolutely the funniest thing ever. But I... so, honestly, I told my girlfriend, because I live with her, I've got no one else to talk to in my house, apart yeah, from the cat. That. Um, I told her, because like, she was like, what are you doing? Because I kept going on B, uh, BBC Sport and to check mm. the score. I told her before the game, I bet you will lose this. It's so And then I showed her the Premiership table... And then she went, oh, you stop being daft, like, 
you, you, Liverpool will win this. Didn't didn't they beat that other good team last week? And they made, and said you mean the best team in the country? Yes, we did beat Manchester City four uh, three, and the end there. Uh, how many game unbeaten run was 72. it? Seventy two. Best seventy two game unbeaten run. And she went, oh well, of course you're going to beat this Swansea team. They're rubbish, aren't they? And I went, yes, they are. But I bet you now, because I actually I said I bet you were going to draw this. I mean, I, it's, I, I bet on a draw before the it's game. It's a hugely Liverpool thing to be doing. It's, it's so, like, normal. It's it's predictable. It's not a weird thing, really. It was weird, because I don't think they even had a shot before they scored, but it had an air of inevitability. <laughs> well, they had um, 27% game. possession, Swansea. And um, Liverpool, I, I've not actually seen the game, because I've yeah, got a go like, I was watching. Like, you were in the other room, so I was sort of... I was watching my... Um, I was watching, and yeah, but like Swansea rarely got out of their own half for the first like twenty five minutes. Then had about a two minute spell where they were not even penning Liverpool in, but they got a few corners and scored from one of those corners, and that was it. I will say about uh, I do like Jurgen Klopp, and uh, I have seen us play. I've seen us reach a Champions League final under Rafa Benitez. Football weren't great. It was a bit of a fucking pain in the ass watching us week in week out. Gerard Houllier was saying we won the five triple. Not too great watching us week in, week out. It's phenomenal being a Liverpool fan at the minute for the games. Mm. However, like I think I've spoke to you a bit. Well, you actually probably coined this phrase like, Rob. Um, like the danger of Klopp's he is in getting too much of his own way and wangering it up. Like as as beautiful it is to have an exchangeable three forwards who can drift there and drift there and interchange and do all this. Can we just get a fucking centre forward? He's going to score an ugly goal. The problem problem Please, for the love of God. That's what we need. The problem Liverpool have is, well, like you were saying, Arsenal have the same thing, is when you lose possession, because your fluidity is all over the place, your shape is also all over the place. So it just makes it easy to counter-attack. But, but I mean, no, 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 wait. Didn't Tony Virgil Virgil Van Dijk fix that? Suppose, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. that yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it. I think it's a decent signing, but it's that. It's like, the way you They play. scored one goal, Swansea. So your points are really valid, and yeah, I agree with them. They scored one goal. Oh yeah, it doesn't yeah. apply too much to that game. Yeah. No, yeah. I just yeah. mean in general. True. Yeah. But we've done that so many times. Yeah. Like some team has beat us one nil. Burnley did it, I think. Not long ago. I did it last year. And we've had like 77 shots. It's not like a bad day at the office where, you know, we've had most of the possession, but we didn't really create anything. Mm. And, you know, we only had four shots on target compared to the usual 10. But the other team had one shot and scored. We were unlucky. But no, we've had like 67 shots on target. We are creating stuff, but we need we need a strike. What amused me was... Uh, but I'm not complaining too there much. Was a fa- it was like a, a five-minute spell where Joe Gomez lined up and had a shot <laughs> from 30 yards out at least three times. And fair play too. He does it in training. He knocks him in in training. Pings him into that top corner. One of the weird things about Liverpool, actually, just, just to finish off on them, is like your defence, like statistically, it's really not that bad. It's just essentially you seem to just pick a weird game where you refuse to score. And make a horrendous individual error that results in the other teams going. Well, I would, I, 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 like the point I made before is it goes hand in hand with that. I agree with what you said. It's it's not the defence at times. It's look, we just got beat one 0 by Swansea. Manchester City conceded against West Brom and Swansea and teams like that. They just score three. Mm. We have games where we just can't score. Well, the problem with uh, Carragher brought it up 
quite early on against Swansea was Liverpool, like usually the narrowness helps because it creates overloads in the middle and stuff, but against Swansea's free in the back, because you weren't stretching them at any point, they it made it really them. easy to just play. Like you just played in front of Swansea's back three, and then they played like Keezy and Richard Keys and uh, <laughs> and Leroy Fur. <laughs> like like a deep like two centimeters. So they were just screening the back three, and then Liverpool because they were just not playing wide. It was just quite easy. So like I don't think Liverpool until maybe the last ten fifteen minutes created any real chances, and then they started from a kitchen sink at Swansea, and you know Swansea are Swansea, so you're going <laughs> to get your chances. They but are Swansea. It just They're seemed Swansea. like. Usually the narrowness helps Liverpool, like it hurt him on Monday. Because Mo Salah's not going to hug the touchline. No. Well, Neither's Mane. He's, they're both cutting out yeah. where they play, aren't they? Because, I mean, they have to be, because they're, they're off. But Swansea cut. played fairly deep, which meant you couldn't get behind them. And then by Salah and Mane having to play in front of them and a bit narrow, it made it quite easy. Yeah. All right. That's, that's, that's an hour. So just a shocking, before... but not shocking no. result. Yeah, true that. So just before we sign off, I think it's important that we acknowledge your weird Italian football fetish thing that just happened just before the podcast. So uh, Matty and Robbie, for some reason, I don't know why, got onto watching episodes of Gazeta Football Italia. From, was it oh, mate, you're not even pronouncing it properly, eh? Gazeta! Gazeta! Gazeta Mendia! Gazeta Mendia! Gazeta Mendia presents Football Italia. I wish you did. He's got his own show. Gazeta. Football Italia. Was it from 95? Yeah, it was 95. So I just plucked out the old... Like, I preferred the older ones. And then got started. onto a weird Becky Signori living there. My favourite part of There was loads of the Italian players. We were looking at Baggio, Vieri, Signori, Zeman's teams, which were quite amusing, their score lines. You man love that, uh, yeah, that Zeman. <laughs> My favourite part of, uh, of, the, of the whole episode was we were watching it and uh, you were coming in asking the score <laughs> like it was happening right then, even though it was over 20 years ago <laughs> I just wanted to know if it was VR no, it wasn't got over goal. 20 years ago was it yeah, no, yeah over 20, 20 years ago. ago so we were watching Shit, I am old. we were watching yeah. Milan Juventus I think, just, I think it finished 2 0 Juventus and Ravinelli scored the first. Needed to know the score. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, who scored the second? <laughs> like, walking <laughs> in. Like, mate, I can. Some block on Ravinelli. He looks about 72. I can rewind I it. I can rewind it a bit. <laughs> the fans need to know. Well, the fans need to know. But that Where was did Inzaghi come on that list of Italian goal scorers, by the way? Was he on it? I don't think he was on it, you know. He wasn't uber prolific at Milambo after maybe no, like his yeah. first year or two. Like yeah, I reckon he was only doing about ten a year. He had um, he had quite a lot of flop seasons in Zaggy. Yeah, but then you know, he'd score in like the Champions League finals, finals yeah. And yeah. twice and people would be like, Oh, he's had a great season. Uh, I'm not sure, but I I would take him that season because those two goals beat Liverpool. Yeah, maybe plus one that. just hit him. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> one hit him just hit him and went in. I but yeah, like, remember. I think he was he was prolific at, at Juve, of course. But at Atalanta, he at was Atalanta. really good. Mm. But you forget, like he was, he was nearly thirty when he got to Milan, though, his wasn't kid, he? So yeah, his kid brother's a fine young manager now. Yeah, he really good. Um, he looked at his record on Wikipedia without looking at the uh, descriptions of what he actually did. 
you'd think, wow, he was great at Atalanta. He went to a lot of big clubs, but he didn't quite cut it, did he? Yeah, he did score in like Champions League. I reckon if he looks at his stats, I'll probably be proven to be wildly wrong, but I reckon his stats would be similar to Andy Cole's, maybe. Worse than Andy Cole's. No, but like in league form, where like. Worse. I'd say worse. Well, I mean, we'll check it out. Let's check it out then. For the right. next podcast. Yeah, we should probably call time on this one for right, a minute. Call time, yeah. Alright. So we'll see everyone next week then, yeah? Yeah? See our legions of fans. Yeah. They are Those legions. Guys. They're great lads. I love right, them. Bye bye. Uh, I'm gonna take this even sword though, and kill Aid with it. Not even though uh, <laughs> right, even though Rob is my little brother, he is an adult. So the paedophile followers yeah, just leave it. Man. Just leave it. Just leave it. Stop yeah, following. I am us. nearly thirty. He's thirty <laughs> years old. Just because he's my little brother, he's still an adult. So <laughs> you're not yeah, welcome. Not yet, mate. Not welcome. Oh, I'd actually be just in case anyone listening. However, he will dress in outfits <laughs> if. Well, you've got to buy the outfit, man. I'm not spending my. You won't spend his hard-earned cash, but if you bring the outfits to him, he is for hire. Oh, well, whatever you want, as long as you pay for it. Did we cover the Jeff Reinbold thing on last week's podcast? No, we didn't, mate. It needs covering, mate. Before we go. Are we doing that next week or are we doing it now? No, we've got to do it now. I don't even. Well, you'll have to explain this to me. So, basically, not the playoff game's just gone, the one before. So, Judge Reinbold, star of Beverly Hills Cop. No, Jeff Reinbold is a pundit for Sky Sports. What's his name again? Jeff Jeff Reinbold. But anyway, so basically, right. So uh, Atlanta have a running back called um, Tevin Coleman. And they also have another player, he's he's a fullback, which is a rubbish, rubbish position, called Derek Coleman. And so basically, we we sat there watching away. Like the bodybuilder. Yeah. When Jeff Reinbold informed us... At first, I thought he said that Tevin Coleman was legally dead, um, which was a bit strange. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's just a weird story. But, uh, but, but then, anyway, so Jeff Ramon starts going on about how Tevin Coleman, their running back, is legally deaf. So, you know, can't hear and, and stuff. So, it's a great story, you know, he's, he's been amazing for him, even though he is you know, so hard of him. Just to stop you before you carry on. You know, the funniest thing about it, just thinking yeah. about it now, is that. He said it well while the game was on, so we didn't yeah. even have to like. But he wanted to get it in. Yeah. He wanted to get this point in because he thought it was such a great story. Yeah, it's a great story. Like, Death lad. So correct and stuff. So basically, like that's prompted a very short conversation between me and me and Rob. Where I was like, I didn't know about Tevin Coleman, and Rob was like, Yeah, I didn't know Tevin Coleman was 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 legally deaf. Then he was like, But I remember when the Seahawks got to the Super Bowl, they had a deaf fullback. Called De- Derek Coleman, like and actually, if you said Derek Coleman who plays for the Seahawks, it's legally deaf. And I was like, mate, he don't play for the Seahawks. I, like I saw him two minutes ago, plays for the Atlanta Falcons, and then Rob was just like, yeah, he's got the wrong goal. Like, <laughs> just picked the wrong goal and got he's deaf. So he just branded someone deaf who we assume can hear fine. But then that's like so. Did he correct himself? No, it's been. No, he didn't correct it's himself. It's been like. It's been like eight playoff games since and no connection. If like, other people notice this. Yeah. So, we were one of the first, though. Yeah, we so, had a look and there was quite a yeah, few after us. Yeah, so I jumped on Twitter and like tweeted them to go, mate, he's not legally deaf. We do. <laughs> we do. And then, like, you know, some other people did as well. But just no acknowledgement that that man but is yeah, not legally deaf. Because obviously, 
NFL like they'll talk, but then they'll go back to the game and then the guys will try and get their last word in before the play. Yeah, they usually. Uh, yeah, so we were saying it. We were saying it. Yeah, while we were watching the, the game, yeah. we were saying it over the coverage. Yeah, I'm an NFL novice, but they it's all business once game starts, isn't it? Yeah, they stop the chit chat. But he was like, filler. he still wanted to yeah, carry no, on. Yeah. Yeah. people need to know. Yeah, yeah. people had to know. And what an he, inspirational story, yeah. and it is. But just Ron Coleman. Ron Coleman, an yeah. egregious mistake. Yeah, yeah. and no acknowledgement of it. Yeah. So basically, now, like me and Rob were watching this week's flash, and basically, whenever, whenever he said anything, it's like, yeah, but can't trust you, Jeff. Can't trust you, mate. You told me get ten goals was legally that. Met him on the street, started doing tarot with Jack, and he punched me. He punched me, Jack, because he thought I was taking the piss. Thanks for that, Jack. Uh, yeah, so so yeah, that's that's the NFL thing. Anyway, yeah, so so so, so that that'll do for this week, I think, lads. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch you I think I'll have another Mr. Kick thing now. There's two left. Two left. I reckon Aid's got his eye on I've one. got my. I've gobbed on one. You two have. No, you have. No, I've gobbed on one. There's plenty of biscuits in there, and, and I am the guest. Anyway, this this is non-podcast stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm done anyway. Let's let's end it now. Later. I've still got a sore. 